Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. I am sitting in a beautiful courtyard in the city of Banff with the man in black, a.k.a. Ruben from Ruben in the Dark. Hi. Hello. What's beautiful about Banff is everywhere you look, you're in a valley and you just see mountains. There's a big, beautiful river going through it. Yeah, it's it's quite the place. Give me a couple more words describing it. <laughs> It's 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 nice being so close to just tall trees and mountains and and water. I've uh, been spending a lot of time in Toronto lately, so yeah, it's 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 great being around here. The the pace is just a lot slower and it's more conducive to creativity. We walked through a farmers market on the way to this place we're sitting in. Here we did, and there's a huge lineup of people uh, just just ready for dinner, buying um, buying fresh produce, which is that's a nice thing to see. Poor Ruben, he has to do this interview. <laughs> so how about we play a Ruben in the Dark track? I'm gonna play Rolling Stone. I would love it if you could say a bit about this song before I turn it on. Hmm. Um, this this song, if oddly enough, it became a single of ours, and it wasn't even supposed to be on on the album. We kind of failed recording it a number of times, uh, uh, but yeah, it it, uh, it was it was one of the last ones we went, we went into the studio to do. And it turned out pretty nice, I think. Roll like a roll like a roll like a rolling stone through the feeling of hot and cold. Roll like a roll like a roll like a rolling stone To the feeling of hot and cold You took my body, you took my body, you took my body home You took my body, you took my body, you took my body home
to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Rolling Stone by a band called Ruben and the Dark. Off the record, Funeral Sky, I'm sitting here with Ruben. He is dressed all in black. I would love to hear a bit more about the song. Um, what can I say? I mean, I have a hard time talking about tunes, but uh, I guess I guess uh, I, I remembered where I wrote it recently because we, we were in Montreal. Um, and it, uh, it kind of it just came out on a trip over there. I suppose um, I'm not I'm not good at talking about things typically I get used to doing interviews and and all of that but I mean I'm, I'm in my element I think performing writing recording it's it's a part of being a musician that you don't always uh, anticipate or a lot of people don't realize is such a big a big part of it is is talking about what you do and and uh, I'm still reluctant I I, I suppose <laughs> I'm I'm sticking with it too. I mean, because it's it's not what I do. It's not what I do best. I like the mystery involved in a song. I mean, um, a song like Rolling Stone, uh, it can be interpreted in so many different ways. You know, like. But I mean, I get comments on it all the time, and and lots of other tunes of people really interpreting it and saying like, oh, is it about this? Because I because I'm going through this in my life, and it it totally reminded me of that and that that feeling you get when this happens. Or and I I, I like to just. In- you know, encourage them. Like, yeah, that's what it's about. It's about nothing, but at the same time, it's about whatever, however you can relate to it. You know, what's been the most interesting fan interpretation of the song? I would just say like lyrics. You know, when when some people like will post, someone will ask on a YouTube link or something, and then and then someone will will post what their interpretations of lyrics are. That's always funny because people always get it wrong. Someone actually once uh, we we played a festival and someone reviewed our set and said that the, the highlight was the, the cover we did, the Bob Dylan cover, Like a Rolling Stone, which isn't even the name of the Bob Dylan tune, but it was like they heard, they heard the word Rolling Stone and thought we were playing a Bob Dylan cover. And if you've heard the two songs, they're, they're, they're nothing alike. Like, how does it feel? You know, like, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. That was, that was pretty funny. All right, Ruben, you got into music relatively later than most bands or most guys that I talk to. I'd love you to talk a little bit about how you got into music. I spent a lot of my life um, riding a skateboard, and it kind of consumed everything I did. 
up until I was about 20 years old, I think. So, I mean, I, I just kind of had this, like, this real fire to do something else. To I was always writing things down, uh, like a sentence here or there, or, or a couple words that I really liked, how they how they sounded next to each other, and filling these notebooks with these phrases and, and one lines and ideas, and just had no use for it. But it started kind of piling up until um, maybe I went to Thailand and my older brother... He gave me a guitar, and that was probably the first time I learned a couple chords on the guitar from a Cat Stevens songbook, actually. And I, I, I learned three chords and then just kind of chucked the book because I was like, okay, I'm ready now. I can write I can write songs. I know three chords. I have all these books of, of these lines. And I just started kind of putting it all together. And, and at that point, I kind of realized that's why I had been writing for so long. Like, they were songs. And then I just had this frantic kind of... Um, I just wrote and wrote and wrote, and, and that was probably when I was 20 or 21. Like, I, I just had so much built up that needed to, to get out. Um, and, and, you know, I still only know three chords on the guitar, maybe four, and just, just, just keep filling, filling books, and now, and now they're all songs and not just random lyrics, you know? Well, how about we hear another Reuben in the Dark song now? I'm going to play Bow and Arrow. So can you tell me a sentence about that one before the listeners hear it? Yeah, this is another one that's that's interpreted uh, in in all sorts of ways. I, and, I, and I mean, uh, uh, you know, some people tell us that they they it, it's their wedding song. You know, they played it at their wedding because it's a love song. And other people, you know, it's a, it's a funeral song. Uh, and it, it walks the line between those two things. And, and maybe that's what it is. It's about love and loss. I, I, I suppose. Well, let's give a listen, and you can decide for yourself. Here it is. You're a broken guitar while the rain water washes away you are we go over the mountains and under the stars we go over the mountains and under the stars your able and arrow a broken guitar while the rain water washes away you we go over the mountains and under the stars we go over the mountains and under the stars won't you fall my hands over my heart and I want you to close my eyes when Under the stars we go Over the mountains And under 
Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Bow and Arrow off the record Funeral Sky by Ruben and the Dark. I have Ruben here with me. Ruben, I'd love you to say a few more words about this track. Maybe what it's really about to you. <laughs> this, this, this song is, is probably, uh, it's about family. It's about, uh, you know, my, my, my brother maybe. Um, and some just just going through going 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 through life i suppose and and some of the hardships that you encounter i mean the idea of kind of 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 everything ending uh and and the, the, it's kind of a, a bit of a soaring song there's the the instrumentation and it has a sense of flying or of maybe an out of body experience being able to look at something that is difficult uh from above, you know, and maybe that's maybe that's death, and and may, maybe not, you know. For a guy who's hesitant to talk about his songs, you did pretty good there. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's a bit of a difficult thing for me. I mean, this is maybe an exclusive interview here. I, I, I never get into I never get into lyrics. It's something I always or meanings. I I always defer when it comes to that. But um, it's because it's so personal, you know. Um, what you put into it, my slaving away is is a very private thing, and then you you balance that. It counters with you release a song, and it then becomes so public. It, uh, I I feel like keeping the private component of it close to heart. Um, it, it almost uh, it it preserves it preserves the feeling of that song. You know, if I'm singing a song and everyone knows exactly what it's about, it it it's how I used to be. Maybe ha- having lyrics more. Um, literal you know where I really felt like after a show I would be a wreck because I just kind of exposed myself in a vulnerable way to so many strangers and then I'm just like left to to judgment or whatever happens from someone listening too closely and being like what is this guy saying what you know what's he going through is he just you know um so I I, maybe I, I, I keep it to myself for that for that purpose just so I have some longevity or you know in in a career and I'm not exposing too much of myself to um to burn out after after playing every show or I'm playing these kind of songs that are really sacred to me and and a lot of them are sad and I I almost don't want to expose the fact that they are sad songs because they make me feel good and they make a lot of people feel good and there's joy involved in it yet the content often involves uh heartache but I don't want I don't want people to feel sad after we play a show, and so keep, keeping keeping the meaning of the songs um, a bit of a secret, I think I think is a good way of of balancing that those two things. Ruben, you mentioned it a little earlier in the interview, but you don't talk about it a lot in the press that you do. But you were once a skateboarder. Yeah, I was. I still I still do uh, as much as I can too. You were a skateboarder, and you had a sponsor. You were that good. Yeah, yeah. I, I did it. I mean, I did it just exclusively for so long from <laughs> you were known for skating large rails and i don't mean to laugh but i just find it so incredible because most guys that come out of skateboarding make radically different types of music yeah for sure i i know um i don't know what it is i mean i see a i see like a direct parallel between the way i skateboard and the way i write songs or what i get out of it and maybe i it was it was never i was never like a thrill seeker although i yeah i would I was maybe known for big stunts, you know. Um, 
but it was more about a feeling of controlling chaos. Like I liked being in situations where I, I felt like any everything could go wrong, but but it, it was completely up to you to to, to kind of uh, to, to control these like a number of variables. You know, there's 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 a component of fear, a component of, of skill and. Uh, and commitment, um, and not hesitating, um, like a full commitment kind of approach. And I kind of get get that still playing shows, where if you half step something, if you're not confident in what you're doing, you can get onto a stage and really train wreck. Uh, and it's been close, um, for sure. But I I think I get a similar feeling from playing a show and where you just exist in a moment, and in that moment, there's a lot of chaos happening around you, and and it's really up to you to to deliver. You know, and if, if you're not focused and if you're not ready uh, and, and you don't commit to it, um, it can be a disaster. So I kind of took that from skateboarding maybe, and I use that when, when performing. I think that it's time we play another Ruben in the Dark track. I would like to play an older track by Ruben in the Dark. How do you feel about that? I haven't, I haven't listened to these tunes in so long, and, and there's a song called Burial uh, that we actually haven't played in ages either. Let's let's listen to that one maybe. So we're gonna to listen to the song Burial, and what record's that off of? That's off of Man Made Lakes. Hi, I'm Ruben from Ruben and the Dark, and you're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. I walked until the darkness finally overtook the light. Waged war against the city Oh, but he Didn't want to fight I found shelter in a coffin Where I was forced upon my fate By the hand I'll be safe
Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Burial off the record Man Made Lakes by Ruben in the Dark. That's a bit of an older song. I got Ruben to choose that song to play. Ruben, why did you select that song for the listeners to hear? I don't know. Maybe I, I think I selected that one for me to hear. <laughs> just, to, just to refresh my memory on it, even. I don't know. There's, there's, there's something about that one. That was kind of... Uh, it sounds a bit different than the rest of the songs on that album, and I, I, I like the direction that it went. Okay, the big story behind this album, you worked with Chris Hayden, who is the drummer from Florence and the Machine. I was watching an interview with Chris, and he said that you guys met in Mexico at a smoothie bar. Yeah, that's, that's about it. First of all, what smoothies were you drinking? <laughs> I think it was a coffee shop. A friend of mine worked at this coffee shop, a smoothie bar breakfast joint in Sayulita, Mexico, and I went down on a whim. I was kind of going through a lot of heavy things at the time, and I just fully fled the country um, just bought a bought a ticket didn't think about it knew my friend lived there looked him up last minute I was like hey can I sleep on your couch so when I went down there it was right when Man Made Lakes was finished it wasn't out or anything and, and uh, so I gave him a copy of it and when he was working on the beach he, he was playing it over the stereo and um, Florence's manager came in randomly she was there they were there vacationing and uh and liked the song, I was like, who is this? What is this band? And he was like, oh, it's my friend. And so she was like, oh, you have, you have to meet Chris. Uh, I want you to play a show together. So she booked us in this little club. And so me and Chris just jammed in the afternoon, met each other, and then played a show together. He played drums um, just as a two-piece. We called it Ruben and the Slingshots, which is just like a kind of a drunken... Uh, the poster is insane looking. Um, had like fake bullet holes on it and a slingshot. We had ended up getting matching slingshot tattoos after the show uh anyway a whole ordeal we, we became good friends and and so i went out to london and we started recording recorded a song called shoulder blade out there and that was kind of the beginning of the album from there he came back to calgary and we we worked at ocl studios so brought him to canada in january he, he's he'd never been um i don't think to canada in the winter so that was that was quite an experience yeah and, and he and he ended up producing a, a, a majority of the album so I've read that you weren't completely happy with some of the work and that you went with another producer. Now, given that this guy's your friend, your record company must have been very happy to have such a big name attached to this record, but you're like, mm, I'm not happy with it. So first of all, how do you have that conversation with a friend? It was so hard, really hard. Um, oddly enough, I just so what happened, the reason, the reason we didn't get it right um, was there was two parts. Chris... Hayden and this guy Steve Carr who were a bit of a team Steve the engineer got held at the border um, which was it turned out to be just a nightmare so Chris showed up Steve shows up the next day we're in the studio and when I go to pick him up from the airport they made him sign a thing saying he was willingly going to go back to London like they were or whatever they were actually shipping him out to like Chicago or something and I picked him up and was just like well forget that man like you're here I took him and was like we're not going back let's just do this record we'll deal with it later um and the and the border guards just went nuts. Like there was vans canvassing my neighborhood with pictures of him and me, saying, "Do you have you seen this guy? And do you know a musician named Ruben?" Long story short, uh, they were very close to finding us, and and so we just decided to. I took him back to the airport and marched him in, and I was like, "Okay, I'll handle this. It's Canada. It's cool. You didn't do anything wrong. You're allowed to be here." There was a misunderstanding, and I walk into this room. And there's a guy at the desk. The guy at the desk disappears, and then ten people just like swarm the room, tackle him. He's out, and I'm just up against the wall with people screaming at me. Anyway, so 
he he wasn't able to be a part of the album um and the fidelity and a couple a couple things with the arrangement wise and we had a great time um but a couple of the songs we just needed to go back over again so we did that in toronto long story short all right that puts a completely different spin on things but it's still a super awesome story yeah yeah it's quite a story he just texted me because he was in toronto and we caught up the last time i saw him he was being arrested in a customs office and dragged away from me while I was like up against the wall with five border guards. Well, Ruben, thank you very much for sitting down and spending some time with me. We're going to end the show with a track. I'm going to let you pick whatever song you want to play. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's maybe play Shoulder Blade because that was the tune that we did with, uh, with Chris Hayden and Steve Carr in, in London. That was, the, that was the beginning. We're going to listen to Shoulder Blade. That's off the record. Funeral Sky by Ruben in the Dark. Thank you very much for being on my show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Try not to try This fire was here before you and I And I've seen it all before Through a crack in the wall and umbilical cord Hide your love inside my head The truth is I've tried Oh, to be the only thing on your mind And I'm trying to change She cut like a cold shoulder blade Hide your love inside my head And tie my hands behind my back Tell me 